Praise the Lord. Welcome to the official GVPC podcast. My name is Pastor Chris Keats. I am the pastor of Gila Valley Pentecostal Church in Safford, Arizona. We're so glad to have you here listening to this podcast. We pray that it richly blesses you. And God bless you.
I, I don't, I don't play really well, but I like, I like to play sometimes to get rid of the butterflies. I love to have a good lead guitar player to help me most of the time. Now I'll see what the drummer gets it. I love you, Pastor. Praise Look at your neighbor and say, but God was with him. God was with him. 
and some of y'all ain't playing this game. Look at your neighbor and say, God is with him. And delivered him out of all of his afflictions. I'm not a Bible scholar by any means. But when I read the story of Joseph, how he was delivered out of all of his afflictions, you're thinking, man, if God could have just done it just a little bit earlier, I would show up in good. I don't understand it all, but and gave him favor and wisdom in the sight of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and he made him governor over Egypt and all of his house. Put your Bibles down, clap your hands, shout, God bless the word. I would like to say that it's the spirit of the hour. But the truth is we're living in a negative world and pretty much it's always been negative. When Jesus done miracles, people followed after Jesus complaining about miracles. How dumb can you get? Here we have the divine influence, the great master. We went back, uh, when I preached Sunday, we look at the children of Israel being delivered out of Egypt. And then they was complaining about wanting some garlic and beans. People are crazy. But they're living in a negative world, and to be honest with you, that's just the nature of people. I thought it was funny when I was a missionary, everybody just thought that as a missionary, you know, I had people tell me, uh, pastors tell me, we want, uh, we want our missionary to come up and, and preach tonight. It, and, and, and missionary joiner, it must really be awesome to be over in a foreign country where everybody's hungry for God and everybody just chases you down the street for the Holy Ghost. I'm thinking, I'd like to go there myself. It really must be nice. Because after all the years of, of being a missionary, 17 years of, or better, that I found out that one pound of flesh equals one pound of flesh, red, yellow, black, white, whatever it is, flesh is flesh, humanity is humanity, and people are negative. People look for the bad. You could, you could feed every homeless person in this town. You could, you could feed people. You could set up big tents and feed. Then don't make the news. But all you got to do is just do one little thing that, that's out of culture and they'll bombard you. I have a good friend of mine in Indiana that, that they sang a little silly song. Should they have sang it? No, but somebody got it. And, and it was talking about homosexuality. And, and for long, 2,000 people standing out trying to uh, protest about it. I'm, what I'm telling you that if it's negative, that's what people want. You can't sell good news. Right. Come on, right. I, I'm just going to tell you, if, if news don't sell, years ago, uh, I, I thought it was funny that uh, you, you watch the, in the newspapers, for our young people, newspapers is this big old piece of paper. And it's got letters and words and pictures and and and, and, and cartoons. Right. God. Like I remember years ago, I was preaching revival. I'm in the back seat, and the pastor and his wife in the front, and and she got the paper. It was Sunday morning, 
I'm going to tell you something. I was raised, my dad reading the Bible and I was reading the cartoons next to him. And he'd study his Sunday school class. And so I'm, I'm back in the back seat and, um, and I said, Sister, can you pass me the funny papers? He's reading all that sad front news stuff. I said, can you pass me the funny papers? She said, Brother Joyner, we, uh, we throw them away because Pastor preaches against them. I said, I don't. Give me the funny papers. <laughs> Who in the right mind preaches against funny papers? That's crazy. That's the only positive thing in there. Right. But people cannot sell that. And, 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 and I, I remember there was a lady that went to our church. And, and this is every church. But I learned never to say, how are you doing? Unless I had time. Because she would tell me how she was doing. And, and she said, why don't we ever have testimony services? Because of you. It's dangerous. Everybody parts disgust. No, we don't want to hear about you. Negative, negative. You couldn't say nothing positive. But you know, when you take the word, but the Bible said that Joseph was, uh, God was with Joseph and, 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 and his brethren did not like him. And they had a right to it because Joseph had knowledge from God, but he didn't have wisdom. You've got to have wisdom and knowledge because you can have knowledge of something and tear up a marriage, tear up a family. You've got to have wisdom to go with knowledge. But he did not have the wisdom to go with the knowledge at that time. And, and I'm just going to tell you, when you walk up to your brother and you're the baby of the family, you're like, man, he's going to be waiting on me on these days. He's going to be serving me, kneeling down at me. And you're stupid enough to think he's like, oh, man, I can't wait for that day, bro. It's just, can I be something right now? It ain't going to happen that way. Like, you crazy, boy. That ain't going to happen. But that's why Joseph with all of this things from God and they were from God but he didn't have wisdom to deliver it so he said man we're going to do this his brother despised him and sold him into slavery but the Bible said but God was with him that is a conjunction that normally takes the good and turn it to the bad I like to hear brother Joyner preach but he preaches too long I've actually had Crazy people that says I preach too short. <laughs> this is a good church, but I love my pastor, but that's normally it. And, and you start downhill from there. I, I remember at his pastor in the church, and, and I, I'm going to tell you, God turns a negative into a positive. I was pastoring this church, and I had this man. And I'm going to give you a, a, a paraphrase, I'm gonna just, or I'm going to condense it down rather. He writes me a letter. He says, Dear Pastor Joyner, I know that God sent me to your church where you pastor. I have been in church most of my life, and you are the best pastor we've ever had. I've ever had. You are, I've learned so much under you. And he used to something Crawford Coon. And you know him, he's the greatest Bible teacher in He said, but I've learned so much under you. Your teaching is so amazing. I'm thinking, 
to God be the glory. <laughs> Not really. I'm like, this is all I guess doing. Yeah. And then he said, you are the most soul-winning, soul-minded pastor I ever had. And, and I've grown spiritually. My kids are living for God. He goes through this long spell. I'm thinking, he's fixing to write me a check or something. Then he said, but God spoke to me and told me it's time to move on. I said, huh? You're the most compassionate pastor ever I've ever seen, I've ever met. I'm like, that's me, bro. That's me. Then he said, we out of here. Anyway. Joseph dreamed this positive. I know it's Tuesday night, but y'all better start nodding your head. If you don't give me a Pentecostal hallelujah, at least give me a Baptist nod, okay? But but, but God will take your situation, what you're going through. And He will take what what looks like is hopeless. And it looks like there's no way out. This ain't a new sermon. You've heard it preached over and over. But God sent me to tell you that He'll take what looks to be the worst case scenario. And when God gets through with it and he turns it around, you can say, I see the glory of God. And I see the wisdom of God. And I see what God is going to do with this situation. Woo, hallelujah. I'm telling you, the devil will try to lie to you. He is the seller of bad news. But you've got to get it in your mind. Hey, Hebrews 12 and 2. I love this. Hebrews 12 and 2. 
they all draw back with their arrows as they're about to release. The chief says, Hunga Bunga Wunga. I don't know. That's what I can do. And what that means is in the, that language, hold your fire. Everybody goes, all the Indians go, they all sit back. He says, tell, is that you? But it's hooga, 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 tell. And he's like, yes, it's me. Is that you, Chief? Run a dog? Yes. And he tells all the other 500 Indians, just, I was almost dead one time, and all those white people was about to kill me, and Tell stepped in and saved my life, and they all go, ooh, ah. They all go, on the dudes. Wait, that's from another language. And Chief Running Dog says, Y'all get him, bring him back to the village, fix him up, take care of him, and the rest of y'all go up there and kill all those outlaws. And you're sitting there thinking, there's no way this, he'll get out of this. And just with a few hunga bunga wungas and a stroke of the pen, the author said, no, we're going to get him out of this. He's going to go to the Indian village. They're going to fix him up, give him the best horse, give him weapons, and he's out of here. Can I tell you how many times that I've been with my back against the wall? He's hung up on the one guy, if you're making notes. My back's been against the wall, and I'm thinking it's over with. There's no way I can get past this. But all of a sudden, the angel of the Lord came down. And God said, I've got control of this. I said, God, I've been trying to do this on my own. But I can't do it. Now, you Indian folk, you better not be offended at me and the rest of y'all. Come on and shout, yeah. Because at the stroke of a pen, God stepped right in. Hallelujah. I was in the hospital. And, my, and, and the doctors told my mom and dad, they said, an infant in the hospital and they said there's no way he can come out of here and they they prayed over me and they they cried over me and, and brother G.A. Mangan was my dad's pastor he's a real fast moving man before he passed away he walks in he said praise the Lord he said in the name of Jesus heal him devil you a liar he, this child is healed y'all get ready to take him home the next morning now the doctor walked in and said we don't know it what happened, but something changed in the night. That was 55 years ago, and I'm still holding on, and I'm still going on. I'm telling you, it don't matter what the doctor said, it don't matter what the lawyer said, it don't matter what the government says. When God said you're healed, when said you pass when God said you delivered you delivered because the devil is a liar Woo! shout to him put your hands together hallelujah hallelujah you say 
come to church tonight uh, and I come to visit this church. Uh, I need a Bible reader. Somebody, somebody help me out. Can you help me? Praise God. Uh, 1 Corinthians 6, 9 through 11. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You're here tonight and you say, I, I, I come to visit uh, and I look at everybody else uh, and it looks like uh, they're doing good, but I just don't know that I could do that. I come, sir, I want to tell you that the people here tonight had the same problems that you got. They've been where you've been. They don't want you done. Oh, hallelujah. Listen, read. Don't you realize that those who do wrong will not inherit the kingdom of God? Is that right? That's similar to Yeah, but go ahead. All right, different version. Why not let yourselves, uh, uh, don't fool yourselves, those who indulge in sexual sin or who worship idols. Listen, said, don't be deceived. Committing fornication, committing adultery, sexual sin, free. Uh, or commit adultery, uh -huh. or are male prostitutes, or practice sexuality, uh -huh. or are thieves, or greedy people, or drunkards, or abusive. Listen, or drunkards and, and drug addicts, and, and homosexuals, and, and, and fighters, and, and drinkers, and, and, and read. None of these will inherit the kingdom of God. They won't inherit the kingdom of God, but wait. Some of you were once like that. Some of you! Me! Was just like that! Miss 
and hurting and pain. He said, I sent you to that Pentecostal church. I want to see you delivered. I want to see you set free. Are you telling me that there's hope for me? Yes, I'm telling you that there's hope for you. I'm telling you that God wants to deliver you. I'm telling you that God loves you so much. They'll sing all kind of different songs about how He shed one drop. No, every drop of blood that Jesus shed, He done it because He loved you. He died for you to take away the sins of the world. Sir, I got so I got a friend of mine been preaching 35 years. He was in prison. When a couple of sisters came by with an accordion and started singing, and he felt the peace of God. He was a drugstore robber. He would break in and steal the drugs over and over again. And just in the stroke of the name of Jesus, deliverance came. I want to tell you, you look around and you see people, and you think, well, these people have never been out there. You just don't know. All around you is people that was miserable, people that was hurting, people that took guns and put to their heads, people that said, I can't keep going this way. And they tried everything. You see, you say, well, why, why, why am I having this drug deal? Why am I having to go through this? God made man put us together the Bible said we're wonderfully and marvelously made but down inside of every man every woman, boy, girl he put this empty place and it's a longing to find something he tried love he tried the bars he tried alcohol he shoot drugs, he smoked he tried it and he's still unhappy can I introduce you to the King of Kings tonight? All you gotta do is repent of your sins and say, God, I don't want to live this way anymore. And pray a sensitive prayer. I'm tired of being this way. Would you stand? I, I, I'm so when my friend heard that. Two people playing the accordion singing. He felt the peace of God. He said, I gotta get out of this prison. I gotta find that church. He received the Holy Ghost in prison, but he went looking for that peace feeling. You're sitting here tonight, you say, you know what? I've been in those houses of doom. I've been in the darkness. But I feel safe in here. Why? Because the angels of the Lord is kept about you. There's safety in here, but out there there's danger. You don't have to do that, sir. You don't have to do that, ma'am. I want to invite you to pray right now. So I don't know how to pray. Just God, I love you. 
I need you. I'm tired. Just talk to him. He has an ear to hear you. He wants to help you. Would you pray? Come on, if it's appropriate, I don't know what to do here, but find someone. Let's begin to pray. Come on, God wants to take the negative thing of your life. Don't count it out. It's not over. He's wanting to turn it to positive. He wants to help you. Would you pray? Come on. And if you've been delivered, would you begin to thank Him for His deliverance? How many knows that in the house of God, He's took your brokenness, He's took the negative, and He's turned it to positive. Now your family's here, your children's here. He started putting things back together again. Sir, would you pray? Come on, sir. That's it. Pray. Reach over pray with someone next to you. Come on, talk to God. God wants to deliver you. God is speaking to you. I feel the Holy Ghost in the house. As the Spirit of God begins to speak, sir, would you talk to Him? I need you, Lord. I need you, Lord. Come on, sir, pray. God is talking. God is wanting to deliver you. Oh! 